Are you ready, my friend? We're back again for another week. Yes, we are. Episode 29, ladies and gentlemen, of the Young Black and Bother Sports Dust, the YBAB Sports Dust. I hope y'all are going to be well prepared. Well prepared for this fucking show tonight because I'm ready. But we got we to start off right, kid. We got to start off right. So since this is a good week for me, it's a good week for you. And, you know, we have some listeners in here live right now. Let's just start right. You want to start right, Q? All right, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to kill you. I, I just needed that as a tune-up. Because, you know, Earth, Wind & Fire is going to win on Saturday. So that, that's the story for a whole other day. But, but, you, the sports does this week, it's actually a full docket. It is a full docket, but before we get into it, we need to introduce ourselves. Um, you, you might as well start. Well, good evening, everybody. I am heartbroken that Baylor lost just now. Anyway, I'm Q. I don't have anything to drink tonight except for Gatorade, so I guess I'm Gatorade tonight. And I am Greg with Cauliflower Pizza, and we are back again for YBB Sports Desk episode 29. Um, if you have not looked at the title of the show, it's called These is Bloody Shoes. Um, we're going to get into that in a minute, but I wanted to start by asking Q, how was your weekend? Uh, the weekend was pretty good. The weekend was pretty good. I won ninety dollars on FanDuel last night. Hey, let's go! <laughs> um, let's go! I am currently right now. Uh, I think I'm winning four dollars at the moment, and I have about eighty dollars, seventy dollars in lineups tonight. I mean, oh, wow. it's still it's still early. It's still early. All right. Um, uh, let me tell you, Russell Westbrook is going the fuck off tonight. Going. The I fuck can off. imagine. So I can imagine. Brody has twenty five points, ten rebounds, twenty assists. Wait, Wait what? Twenty assists. Wow. Two steals and a block. You know, you know, holy. You know, the Wizards was a shorthanded tonight. Bradley Bill was out because of that hip injury he suffered on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Brody was like, you know what? Put the team on my back. And mm-hmm. right now they're right now they're down by one, one, one eleven to one ten. Um, they're playing the Pacers tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so on Fanduel, this. Like he has seventy-three FanDuel points right now. He's projected to for eighty-one. Okay. Well, well, as, as long as you win some money, we're good with that. But you know, we, we're gonna get into the NBA in a second. Um, I actually wanted to start you in a, a negative way, and usually I don't want to do this, but whatever. Um, the WNBA 
We usually don't have too many segments about the WNBA on our show, but we're doing it tonight, unfortunately. Um, Q, are you familiar with Laisha Clarendon? Uh, say that again. Are you you are you familiar with Laisha Clarendon? I've heard of her. Who she play for? Okay. Exactly who she plays for Q, but I know she's in WNBA. Um, that, that's as good as I can tell you. Um, and the echo I'm assuming went away, so that hopefully that's gone. But she plays for the New York Liberty, actually. So okay, yeah. Um, she, she actually do? put her foot in her mouth. She she put her foot in her mouth, and I, I don't want to be disrespectful to women or at the WNBA, but. For us to have a sports desk, we have to talk about this because it, it actually hurt my heart to hear. And not only was I like really upset at the magnitude of like what she said, it's the fact that you were loud and wrong. Um, she tweeted, Q, the amount of black men who drag our league and blame women for their problems while not making the connection to how exactly. Q, you have to mute your TV. I'm sorry. Um, it's not even loud, but okay. Yeah, we I can hear it in the background, but basically, the amount of black men who drag our league and blame women for their problems while not making the connection to how exactly that's white. Uh, I'm sorry, to how that's exactly white people. Damn, her tweet is all fucked up. Let me reread this because apparently this tweet she couldn't even. She was probably speaking out of anger, so I'm gonna just give her that credit. So she wrote this March 27th at three o'clock. She says. The amount of black men who drag our league and blame women for their problems while not making the connection to how that's exactly what white people do to you regarding race just blows my mind. That's the double whammy of being black and a woman. Right. So um, this is, you know, a rant that she went on pretty much blaming black men for not supporting the WNBA. Now. This would usually be like merited, and I'm all for that shit, Q, except for the fact that people were going at, you know, pretty much going on her side and saying, what's wrong with, you know, black women expecting more out of black men than white women? As a white woman, I can vouch for our collective unreliability on these matters. I would love for us to more, I'm sorry, for more of us to support women in sports, but I'm not even sure it will ever happen, right? Mm -hmm. Now, the issue with this statement, Q, is the fact that the ESPN said that their WNBA audience was majority male. And it had it's been so for years. Apparently, 66% of the viewers of the WNBA Q are men. And almost half are African American. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um it, it kind of pissed me off because it's like, yo, like, a- as a black guy, I'm, you know, as a black man, it actually disturbs me where, we're like, we we pretty much get the blunt of every argument, including now with this WNBA shit. And, you know, to say, well, black men specifically are the reason why nobody watches the WNBA, but we are the highest ranking, like, viewership of that sport mm-hmm. and of, you know, more specifically the WNBA. It's like, yo... Do you even fact check before y'all talk this shit? 
I, I, I don't really want to be disrespectful. I, I'm trying my hardest. But uh, imagine going on Twitter and saying, this is black, you know, this is black men. This is their fault for them not watching the WNBA and not mm-hmm. fact checking yourself, knowing that 66% Q, that's not 16. That's not 20. That's not 40, 66%. But then then we go into more fact checks, Q. So not only was she loud and wrong, um, people came with evidence, including one guy that, you know, I absolutely I'm not really a fan of, but whatever. Kyrie Irving apparently committed last year, Q, July 27th, committed one point five million dollars for the WNBA players skipping season. That, that's just one. On top of that, Avery Bradley donated and helped WNBA successful completed buzz, uh, bubble season. That was last year as well. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of that, I don't know if you were really familiar when it comes to the Oklahoma City Thunder and stuff like that, but um, they pretty much like proclaimed the orange hoodie for the WNBA season. That was like sold out all summer last year. It was the orange WNBA hoodie. So mm-hmm. it's not like the WNBA is not getting support. It was just, it really upset me at the fact that. Not only did this happen, you know for a fact, you because we talked about it. LeBron James actually helped Renee Montgomery also buy the Atlanta Dream. So I'm I'm trying to understand why we're getting the blame for this. And then also, if you want to really get really get into the nitty gritty, the WNBA would not be here if not for the NBA. Yeah, David David Stern. Yeah. The, the the WNBA was David Stern's. Baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and th- this, this is like not a knock on like women at all. This is not a knock on the WNBA. It just really disturbed me a little bit, too, that it was us. And as two black men who talk sports every week, yes, we could talk about the WNBA more. And I plan on doing so. But the fact that you, you go on Twitter and you say the amount of black men who drag the WNBA and blame women for their problems <clears> while <throat> not making the connection to how that's exactly what white people do. Like, yo, like we, we catching it from all angles. It, it really, it really disappointed me. Um, but you know, I, I don't want to talk about that a little bit too much, but we're just going to move on because that one actually kind of disturbed me. Um, Q, did you know that Ronda Rousey apparently is black? She is. Yes. Yes, Q. Not only is Ronda Rousey black, her great-grandfather was Dr. Alfred E. Waddle, one of America's first black physicians. Ooh, she used her ancestry.com. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Q. Um, ba- ba- <laughs> According to this article, it says, Ronda Rousey's mother was proud to let TMZ cameras know that her grandfather was one of the first black physicians in North America. TMZ caught up with Rousey and her mother, Anna Marie DeMars, a well-renowned judo competitor and a Native American activist. The camera guy asked Rousey what was the last movie she watched, and even though she tried to get him to leave her alone, DeMars proudly answered, before his time, it's about my grandfather, Ronda's great-grandfather. They showed it during <laughs> Black History Month every year in Canada because he is one of the first black uh, physicians in North, in North America. Um, sh- shout out, <laughs> shout out to Ronda Rousey. Yo, twenty if twenty twenty was funny, twenty twenty one is pure comedy. Never have I ever thought that Ronda Rousey had a drop of blood that's black in her. But you know what? W- what else is new in twenty twenty one? 
Shout out to Ancestry.com. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. 2021 has been a doozy. <laughs> yeah, and, we're only, and, like, and, and, it, and we're only four months into it. Only four months, Q. Only four fucking months. Um, now, I, I want to ask you where you want to start this episode because I, I know I started kind of heavy. That was kind of like weighing on my heart all week. And I purposely haven't told you to dock it because this one's going to blow by really quick. So I want to know if you want to go with the NFL, the NBA, MMA, or Q, if you want to go with random sports news. Um, let's go to the NFL because it was a blockbuster on Friday. Yeah. Well, that, that's why I figured, you know, that's what you wanted to talk about. Um, I'm actually going to let you start. What news do you have coming out of the NFL right now? Ooh, um, well, if you if you all haven't been uh, paying attention, welcome and welcome to 2021. The San Francisco 49ers traded for the third pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. And then Miami traded up to number six. Mm-hmm. With Philly in the span of yeah. fifteen in the span of fifteen minutes, that news broke Twitter. Yep. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing's impossible with the NFL. It's always a surprise. Not as much as the NBA, but like, boy. Um. L- listen. When I, listen. Listen. The NFL. You know the 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 NBA's trade deadline. We're gonna get into that. In a, in a little bit, the NBA's trade deadline was Thursday. The NFL said, "Hold my beer." <laughs> yes, yes. I there was so much that was going on with the NFL since our last episode. I didn't even take notes because it was like every time I wrote something down, there was like three more things that happened. But so we're up to that, ni- oh, I'm sorry, um, I had to cut you off. But yeah, we're up to nineteen. Up to nineteen. Wait, wait a fucking minute. How you're talking about Deshaun, right? Mm-hmm. Nineteen. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. Um, I, I didn't want to talk about that, but I have articles. Do you Do you want to just get this out of the way now, since we're on the NFL? <laughs> let's just get it. Let's just get it out of the way. Get it out of they way. are They okay. are definitely trying to cancel Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Let, let's just go ahead and like do this now. Uh, but before we do this, Q, we got a voicemail. You might as well go ahead and hit that button. All right. This is crazy. Um, these is bloody shoes. Are you talking about the little Nas X joints? Um, yes. Yes. I don't know if you guys know about the little Nas, Nas X Air Max 97s, but, you know, they sold 666 pairs um, with 1018 written on, on them, which is a verse from Luke. Uh, I, I don't want to quote it, but it, it talked about Satan. But my thing is, like, the shoes have one drop of blood, human blood inside of them. So that makes me think there's 666 drops of blood in these shoes. Yep. Well, it's actually double that because there's two pairs of sh- there's two of each, and I'm wondering mm-hmm. whose blood is this? Oh my God, it's Keezy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're, we're gonna get there, Keezy. We're, we're gonna get there. Actually, what we're gonna do is, you know, since that does kind of, di- you know, with <clears throat> the sneaker side of me, we'll, we'll talk about that. But we we gotta get this NFL shit, especially this Deshaun Watson thing, out the way first. But we we're gonna get there. So you know, just stay tuned. It's like maybe 10, 15 minutes, but we're gonna get there. Um. Q, this Deshaun Watson shit. Um, now, here's the articles that I have saved so far. Um, mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson apparently admits having consensual sex 
with some of his massage accusers and some of his non-sexual encounters with others. Um, okay, that was the first article. So it says Vanessa Richardson of NBC Sports Houston reports that multiple sources tell her that Deshaun Watson has admitted to having consensual sexual encounters with some of his accusers. This shouldn't be surprising. Um, BSO, this is the website of blacksportsonline.com, reports that from the beginning has known that the issue wasn't so much so if the encounters were happening, but if they were consensual or not. Now, that right, that line was so potent because it's like, yes, like we're, we're pretty sure he was having sex with someone. But the issue is, was it consensual? Because we all know, too, that there's like a fine line between like, you know, sexual and non-sexual encounters. We're not here to judge what that is. And we're not here to like speculate. We just want the facts. But it just keeps coming out, Q, every six hours. If it's not a new accuser, it's new news, new information, right? To the point where Q, the next article said that lawyer Tony Busby says that Deshaun Watson admitted that he pays for sex during massages and makes women sign NDAs. Now, mind you, we just read the last article saying that he admitted to having sexual encounters, right? Now, right. there's nothing saying that, you know, him at, you know, paying for sex, people do do this all the fucking time. And there are rappers, athletes, normal individuals who occasionally do make people sign NDAs. We, we've known this. This is not something that's new, and it's not new language. Everybody knows. Yeah, everybody Cap. knows what the fucking NDA <laughs> is. Yeah. So that article kind of it, it threw me off. But then there was another one. So the the next one, because apparently Tony Busby has a lot to say. He he's trying to either get the bag or get the Sean the fuck up out of it. But the issue is if you're like, are you trying to get him out of there? Are you trying to make him stay? Because either way, at this point, y'all have tried to bury this man's name to the point where if you keep him, y'all look stupid. If you trade him, you already know he's going to do better wherever he's at. And then if the, like, it, just, it's, it, it fucking bothers me. But the they're trying to make him. Yeah, they're trying to make him radioactive. Yeah, that's what they're trying to the do. The thing is, but how? Because here's the thing if you make him radioactive, like, nobody's going to want him. And then you're out, your franchise quarterback. And I get it. They have their black replacement because that's what Houston just thought that they could do. Oh, we'll get a, a black replacement and that'll be it. But it's not. Um, but next article, Q, it says Tony Busby accuses Deshaun Watson and his marketing manager of trying to force his client who claimed to, that that they tried to extort Watson into signing an NDA. This, this happened, Q, the day after that last article I told you about. But then the most recent one, the most recent article, Q, this one is so wild. It says, woman claims that Deshaun Watson was a client of hers for five months, but was upset that he only gave her $300 for her birthday, so she released text messages of their arrangement. What? <laughs> yeah. This is getting yeah. stupider by the... This is getting stupider by the minute. It, it really, it really yeah. is. It's getting stupider by the minute. Like, yeah. they need to just go ahead. Whatever evidence... Whatever evidence that, that they have... Or whatever, release it at this point. Yeah, just just release it because the story is getting stupid. It is yep. absolutely getting stupid at this point. It's like they're just at now. I really believe that they're just making shit up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean this is not true. It's not a knock on the victims. The victims are victims, and we do, you know, we do, you know, know that the victims are the people that we're supposed to, we're supposed to believe them, and we do believe them. My issue is I have not heard a victim yet. I have not seen a statement from a victim. 
every article we just read to you and all the accusations are coming directly from Tony Busby. The fucking lawyer. Like, one of them, you know, and this is not victim shaming or anything Mm -hmm. of that sort, but one of them need to come on TV. One of them, someone needs to go, one of the accusers and not Tony Busby needs to go on the record. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because my thing, like, you know, someone will say, well, you have to protect your clients, you have to protect the victims and things like that. But here's the thing. He's just throwing out arbitrary numbers at this point. Q, two weeks ago when we did the show, they said it was up to 22. Then they said it was only eight. Then it was 10. Then it was 16. And now now, it's back at 16. No, now it's 19. So it's like, okay, like, what is it? Just last week when he had, what was it? He had at that point six um, accusations of this and they said it could be up to 22. So, mind you, the only person who's making these allegations is Tony Busby, which we have proven and everybody else that does follow sports, you know, shout out to the Sports on Stereo hashtag and the people who do their shows on here as well. Q, everybody has said this. Tony Busby is not only a friend of the Texans owner, he's a neighbor. Mm-hmm. So, at some point, this shit is going to go left, and as long as Deshaun Watson stays quiet, which he has, and let his and that, and, that, and, that has, and, and that is incredible discipline. Incredible, he's let yeah. Rusty Harden handle all his, all the public statements. He has not been on social media. He's not posting on social mm-hmm. media. He's not tweeted. Then he didn't say anything on Instagram. That's incredible discipline. You let your yeah. you let you let your counsel. You let your counsel handle this. You don't say shit exactly. until, until it's over. <clears throat> until it's over, either you're guilty or you're exonerated, and then you say something. Exactly. You let the lawyer. You let the lawyers and, handle this. Exactly. I just, I hope that you like they end up going and you know figuring that shit out. I'm gonna let it play out just like we said a couple weeks ago because. The more this happens, you know, with these articles and these news about Deshaun Watson, the less I actually do care. So it's like, okay, it's just more like, you know, and I I don't want to bring it up too much. But like when we got to the Cosby allegations and, you know, people like him, like Kelly and all like (laughs) are killing all them. We we knew all the, you know, these victims were coming out. But the issue is like, what the fuck are you all going to do to that person? though? Like, I'm tired of I don't want to say I'm tired of hearing about allegations. At some point, y'all need to just lock your motherfucker up at that point. But if you will let this motherfucker roam the streets, knowing that they're doing this shit, and you have this evidence and all these mountains of evidence that y'all are talking about, let us know and lock his ass up. Deshaun Watson, that's, you know, I, I, that, oh, go ahead. That, that, that's why I said. That's why I said at this point, one of, <clears throat> one or more of these uh, of these accusers needs to go on the record because mm-hmm. because you know going back going back to Cosby. Mm-hmm. You know, there was all these allegations that he was a creep, that he was a serial, uh, serial drugger, and all this. It took Andrea Constant to go on the record to come out and say exactly what happened for it to change. It took, we all knew R. Kelly was a creep. It took that documentary on Lifetime for it to fully mm-hmm. be known. Yep. Yep. So the. the <clears throat> At this point, one of Deshaun Watson's accusers, and not Tony mm-hmm. Bugsby, needs to yep. go on the record. They yeah. need to do an interview. They need to do it. They need to call Oprah, or they need to call Gail King, 
or they need to call uh, uh, Robin Roberts and they need to go on the record. Exactly. Now, we're going to get into this little Nas thing next because I feel like a lot of people, they want to hear that, like our points on this shit. So we'll get to that in a second. I just wanted to read the rest of this article about the, um, the massage therapist. So this is for the Deshaun Watson situation. So the woman goes by the name of Nina. Uh, I'm sorry, Nia. And she is the owner of Flawless Hemp CBD Cosmetics and claimed that Watson was her client for five months before she got upset over a birthday gift. After only receiving $300 for Watson, Nia posted text messages about them meeting up and him requesting that she wears a sundress. She never goes into specific details on what the meeting was for, just that Watson wanted privacy and she wanted to be reimbursed if she got a hotel room. Would you like me to continue, or I mean, have you heard enough? <laughs> you can go on because this is this is okay. This is getting stupider. Yeah, if I yeah. It. yeah. She hasn't spoken on the current allegations against Watson. She has closed her comments on Instagram after exposing him. Watson could use these texts as a way to say any and all meetings he had with his accusers were consensual meetups. Dang, right there. He has also stated that he believes that this is a money grab, and the women are all lying about any appropriate behavior. Okay, now, again, we believe the victims. I absolutely believe the victims. Q believes the victims, and we're going to side with the victims. Nia can't side with her. She, she you, <laughs> you exposed text messages saying that, <laughs> that he wanted privacy, which you just clearly didn't give him because you exposed text messages to this, that. Um, I'm pretty sure she signed an NDA, which, I mean, boom, that, that's that. But then... She wanted to be reimbursed if she got a hotel room, which means that, I mean, what, what goes down in hotel rooms, Q? Bumping uglies. Yeah. So, and mind you, whatever happens in that room, that's between him and her. All I'm going to say is this. You didn't go to a lawyer. You didn't go to your counsel with this information. You went to Instagram. The court of opinion. S- smart idea, lady. Smart. I'm going to move on because that's just, just stupid. I'm sorry. It's fucking stupid. Um, but Q, let, let's move on. So we'll get back to NFL in a second. We'll go to NBA and everything like that. But this one is the most talked about fucking thing in the world right now. And it happens to <coughs> deal with Lil Nas X. Now, Q, you know who Lil Nas, you know, Lil Nas X is, you know, Old Town Road. Um, you know, I don't even want to call him a rapper. He's an artist. We'll just call him an artist. Um, he's an artist. Yeah, he's an artist. Um, we don't need to talk about his sexuality. I, I feel like that's not our place with the sports. That's, that's not the type of show. Um, but we're going to talk about these bloody shoes. Um, as you uh, heard, I love, you know, I King, love, I love the video. The, the, the new one that dropped on Friday. I love it. Yeah, I, I absolutely liked it. I have no problem with it. And people who do have a problem with it, I, I feel like um, there, I want to call people by, uh, Bible thumpers. I don't want to be disrespectful. But at the same time, it's like, Everybody wants to hold hostage other people's opinions and other people's artistry, and I just I'd rather just not even touch. And it. lifestyle, I enjoy. And li- yeah, and li- and lifestyle. Like Absolutely. I and love, I love that video. Like I loved it. Like that's someone who's who's saying a collective "fuck you" to everybody. This is my life. I'm yep. gonna live it how I want to live it, as he should. And it, it just pissed me off. Um, that the article that I'm about to read, it deals with him, but it doesn't. And uh, basically it, it ends here. So it ends with Nike suing the company 
um, that made Little Nas's Satan shoes. Now we know that the video has a lot of satan like satanic like rituals and things like that that are in the music video itself. But um, they said in a previous article that Lil Nas X is set to release Satan shoes containing, like Kesey said, a drop of human blood in each sneaker. And um, people are like in an uproar about this shit. So I'll read the actual article. So it says the rapper is teaming up with streetwear company MSCHF for Satan shoes, which are customized Air, uh, Nike Air Max 97s containing a drop of human blood per pair. There's only 666 pairs, which are individually numbered and have Luke 1018 on the sides, will be available for $1,018 beginning Monday. They sold out in one minute, Q. They sold out in one fucking minute. Um, but we'll get to more of that in a second. The sneakers contain a drop of human blood in the soul drawn from members of the team that created the shoe, the company told EW. It said that Nike was not involved in the collaboration. Ironically, MSCHF previously released customized Air Maxes called Jesus Shoes, which the company said contained holy water drawn from the River Jordan. Um, I, I want to pause right there, Q, because I wanted to get your actual take on the shoe itself. I mean, I see the shoe. I, I don't see nothing. I don't see nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, um, <clears throat> you have an artist that is basically telling everybody to, and, and you know, like I said, collective fuck you. I'm gonna live my life. This is my life. I'm gonna live it how mm-hmm. I want to live it, and I don't give a shit what y'all think. Yeah, and that yeah. whole video now, the, the was, song, that whole video was just the encapsulation of his thinking. Like, fuck y'all. Yeah, um, it for me. I told you, like that's that man's artistry. Now, I, I don't know if you know Lil Nas X is identifying as a as a he or she or you know whatever pronoun that he wants to use that they want to use. Mm-hmm. Sorry, um, but when it comes to the song, that's his artistry. I'm gonna just leave that there. Um, but the shoes themselves, they tie in with the song, which is called Montero. Call me by your name. I'm gonna say straight up. The song is fucking fire, you know, and that wasn't me being tongue in cheek about it. I actually really like the song. The video, the song, personally, Q, I haven't. Oh, good. No, 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 no. The song is amazing. The video is even mm-hmm. better. <laughs> the video is even better. And Montero is little not, little not. It's basically uh, him writing a letter mm-hmm. to his younger self because Montero is his is his real his real first name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the reason why, like. I named the show These is Bloody Shoes is mainly because of that one point right there. Um, the fact that the shoe does have blood in it. And I know for a fact somebody's going to be really upset about this. Um, but my first award for the night, the Nick Young Never Too Soon Award is going to Nick Young. Um, the reason why it's going to Nick Young is because Nick Young says, my kids will never play Old Town Road again. And I'm still debating about wearing Nikes after this come Nike drop. Wait, he says, after wearing Nike... After this, come Nike drop a drop of blood for real, Nick Young says, before apologizing. He says, my bad, Nike. I knew y'all wasn't going out like that. Now, you know for a fact that I really don't care for Nick Young. Um, when I say I don't care for him, like, I'm sure he's a nice guy. Probably nice personality and all that shit. But he goes Nick to Young social is media an idiot. about... Yeah, he, Nick, he Nick goes Young's to, an idiot. He, how do you... 
How do you go to social media about everything? And you don't have to publicly say what you're not going to accept in your household because nobody cares. So nobody is telling people to go and buy these shoes. Honestly, Q, there are a lot of fucking people who couldn't get the shoes because these are the same people who can't get regular ass shoes on the sneakers app. So you're trying to tell me a thousand dollar pair of shoes. I understand Nick Young could probably afford them, but if you didn't get them already, you weren't going to get them. Um, but naturally, Nike, being Nike, um, they sued the maker of the company. Uh, I'm sorry, of the shoes. So Lil Nas X, you know, apparently updated saying that he got word of the lawsuit, posting a meme in response to insinuate that, you know, he's going to go broke if he loses in court to Nike, which uh, not something that's going to be happening. Um, now, Lil Nas X, I feel like he's protected. He didn't go and say, hey, I, I'm the, the reason behind the shoe. The company decided to create these shoes, right? <coughs> right. <coughs> but the shoes to me personally, like I'm, I'm not a very spiritual like person at all. I personally wouldn't wear the 97s personally because I, I just, I'm not really a fan of like scriptures and stuff like that in general. So the shoes, while they are nice, I personally wouldn't wear them, even if I could afford them. Even if I had them, I wouldn't wear them. It would just be a collector's item that just be like, okay, some fool, I paid a thousand for them. They're going to easily pay 10, 15 for them. So that would be a flip shoe for me. Um, but the issue is Nike claims that the company buys their shoes from Nike and then the artists make their own creative modifications before selling them at a higher price. I don't see where Nike actually has a dog in the fight because people have been customizing shoes for years. Um, we know of companies here in D.C. that customize Nikes and sell them. We know about flips. We know that Nike Air Maxes get flipped more than, honestly, a lot of Nikes. Um, Jordan 1s. Like, I haven't heard Jordan fucking say he's going to, like, sue companies for flipping ones. So this, I feel like Nike is threatening that, you know, they're going to sue. But what can you do now? They already sold all the pairs. It's kind of like right. off the books at that point. And you honestly, they didn't say shit about the what we talked about earlier with the holy water shoe. You know, no disrespect, mm -hmm. but they did a holy water shoe and Nike let that stuff slide. But now that, you know, it's this little Nas X and like the, the demons and stuff, whatever, you know, you want to call it. Um, apparently the shoes, though, they have a pentagram symbol, a Bible verse that references Satan. I'm not going to say it. And allegedly, you know, a drop of blood now. I personally like the drop of blood thing is kind of weird. I, I will mm -hmm. I will admit you the, the drop of blood shit y'all could have saved because one you don't know them fucking people. <laughs> you you just you don't fucking know them people. And the fact that it's in the sole of the shoe, which is probably gonna get worn the most. And can you imagine like no mm -mm, that, that shit just no that yeah that's gross. Um, now if Nike sued because <laughs> of the blood, then yeah. Um, but again, this is all alleged. They said allegedly it has a drop of blood from each one of the employees of that company. Now, I don't know how that got passed, but if it did, cool. It's still pretty gross to me. I'm going to leave it where it is, though. You know, I'm sure that Nike will have an update soon. But whatever. Um, going back into the NFL, though, Q, you know, we basically touched on that and we can just leave that where it is. Um, your team, Q, the Washington football team, revealed that their name actually might be here to stay. I don't yeah. 
I don't actually see a problem with it. I, I, for me, you know, I was hoping that it would be the Red Wolves, but mm-hmm. why not? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's cold on. Actually it's cold on. Oh, good. Yeah, I mean, I've grown uh, accustomed to calling them that. Yeah, I so, like Washington football team. Yeah, I, I personally hope it does stay that way. Yeah. Because, I mean, think about it. They're winning. So m- maybe this is the Cosmos saying, you know what? They're actually doing pretty good. Let, let's just keep that fucking name. Now, like you said, the same thing. The Red Wolves, I love that. I love that name. But they just have to know, you just can't pick a trendy name right now that you're probably going to eventually change later. So it's, it's for the best to wait a couple years. Because right now, Red Wolves seems like the, the nice name and the best name for them. But people were talking about if they changed it from the Washington football team to change it to the Red Tails. And I was like, no, don't do that. Mm-mm. Please don't do that. Like, that would be an insult in itself. I don't care, you know, what we're talking about when it comes to what, you know, it used to be in the history behind it. Just don't. Leave the Washington football team until the city decides that one or two things is going to happen. One, they're going to move from Landover which I think should be the only reason they actually changed the name of the team. Like all the, the bad juju and history that comes with this name of recent happens because of FedEx field and their location. The prestige of their previous name comes from RFK. Mm-hmm. So if, and when they go back to the plot and the land of, you know, RFK stadium, you bring new team new name back into the city. That, that's pretty much where I'm going to keep that. I don't know if you feel the same or different. No, I, I feel the same way. I feel the same way. Okay. All right. So we have to move on to the NBA. Um, now, but before we get into the trade deadline, because I think that's like the, the biggest portion of the show when it comes to the NBA, um, I need to ask you, how do you feel about the Miami Heat issuing vaccinated-only seating for their games. Good. Good. Yeah. That's what it should I, be. Yeah. I, I feel the same way, man. I Like, uh, according to the Sun Sentinel, they said that they would have vaccinated-only seating for the remainder of the season. Um, <coughs> and then on Tuesday, that he announced that April 1st will be the day that they start and after CDC cars will be shown. So... That's a new thing that a lot of sports teams are starting to do. I think actually the, you know, the state of New York City, like they are saying that they're going to have requirements of carrying around a COVID, like what do you call it? Like a COVID passport mm-hmm. saying that you've been vaccinated, a, vaccin- a vaccination passport. So the Miami Heat are doing a similar thing where their CDC, uh, they're requiring CDC cards to be shown. And you had to had a valid COVID-19 testing 14 days prior. So I'm assuming it's not just having a vaccine. You have had to have gotten a COVID test in the past 14 days. Mm-hmm. So that's, it's wild, but it's, it's a step into the future, man. Like, I know some people want to be really upset about it. It's like, oh my God, this is another way of segregating people who are vaccinated versus non-vaccinated. And, you know, Clue, this is a clue into stereo. Like, apparently, we can't say that word now. That's kind of like a, a muted word. You don't want to be like Alex Jones on here. So, pretty much, you can't say the V word on here, or else, like, you kind of get like shadow banned. So, basically, I'm all for them doing this. 
the in the vaccination passport or the you know the CDC card passport for sporting events. I would feel safer now to going the spring to a nationals game, mask on and everything, knowing that there's a section for you know people who are vaccinated. Does that mean I'm taking my mask off? Absolutely not. But I feel way more comfortable now sitting in a I won't say a, a sectioned off row, but knowing that I'm sitting in a row of people who honestly are trying to practice safety the same way I am. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Now, now I, I think we got two voicemails. I hope I ain't pissed nobody off by my statement. I apologize in advance, but go ahead, Q, hit that button. All right. Good evening, Greg and Q. Having a great talk here on Sports on Stereo. It sounds like you're talking a bit about the Washington football team. How much does Dan Snyder play a role in their relocation, not relocation, and or changing the name from football team to something else? It seems like we're talking owners in the NFL. Dan Snyder's name is brought up pretty often. Maybe not as often as Jerry Jones, but we definitely know who Dan Snyder is and which team he is the owner for. Anyways, have a great talk here. You two, I'll be listening in for a little bit and uh, see what's going on. Absolutely. Now... I personally, I, I don't have a relationship with either owner talking about Jerry Jones or Daniel Snyder. I personally feel like Dan Snyder has always been a piece of shit, but Q can actually go into detail on his distaste for Dan Snyder. Q, you got the floor, bro. Fuck Dan Snyder. And, it, and it's a goddamn shame that he's about to become the, contr- like, the sole owner of the team. Sell the team mm-hmm. to Jeff Bezos, man. Yeah. Just sell it to Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I fucking hate it. <laughs> Dan Snyder is Dan Snyder is that little sniveling, sniveling little bitch that doesn't know what to oh, do with no. himself. Oh no, not the sniveling bitch, though. You, not a sniveling right. bitch. That hurt. Yeah, that hurt me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, that hurt I, me to the core. I. Oh my god, I hate you for that man. It's just off the. Ch- it's off the charts, man. He came in. <clears throat> he came, he came in. He bought the team, and then he turned. Yeah, he turned a highly successful franchise into a laughing stock. Mm-hmm. Into a fucking laughing stock, and God, I hate that man <laughs> with a passion. With a passion. Yeah. I, I, just, I, mean, I, I need I, to understand. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go. No, no, I'm saying not only is he a god awful owner, he's a god awful person at that too. Yep. Like, like, oh man, that could be an hour conversation of why I hate yeah. Daniel, Daniel M. Snyder. Well, let me just ask you a question. Um, I think you and I remember um, right around Thanksgiving, um, the articles came out about the stuff that was going on with the cheerleaders and the people of staff with the Washington football team. And you said that not only would they sweep that under the rug, but we would not hear about that story a week later. And sure enough, we are about to head into April Q and there has been no fucking mention of Dan Snyder and his, you know, alleged um, or like the allegations behind the cheerleaders and the abuse that was made by the Washington football team, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing. Completely swept up. Nobody said anything. 
Yeah. But um, th- this is not to be too racial about the situation, but we have a history of this. <laughs> we, we have a history of seeing white staff and athletes alike um, in sports, specifically the National Football League, who the worst can happen and nothing happens at the same time. Um, let me go into Robert Kraft. Let me go into Ben Roethlisberger. Um, let's fast forward, well, rewind a little bit back into late 2020, where the Seattle Seahawks player who literally tried to kill his fucking girlfriend um, and then sat and drunk a fucking smoothie. <laughs> and then when she came out of the bathroom, he said, oh, are you still alive? Nothing happened to him. You, you notice that shit got swept under the rug, too? Mm-hmm. I, I vividly remember this shit, Q. I was sitting, I was like, wait a minute. This man... He, he practically killed this fucking girl. And nobody said shit. They were like, you know what? We're just going to cut him. So you cut him. And he can get signed just like <clears throat> Incognito, who's also a piece of shit. He literally hazed his fucking teammates, called them niggas and all this other shit. And Q, not only, well, right now he's a free agent, but I can guarantee you, as sure as I'm black, he will be signed before September 1st. Well, of course. Of course, he's an offensive lineman. Offensive lineman is mm-hmm. needed. Yeah, so he, he he's gonna have a job. <clears throat> yeah, it, it, it's just it's nuts to me, Q. Um, I just I, I'm I'm gonna leave you know my comments there. Um, Q. Now, earlier before the show, I was actually supposed to be watching a Warriors game because I wanted to see if Steph Curry was going to actually play. Um, yes, he we is. Did report on this last week. He is playing. He's, star- he's starting. Yes, he's starting. Okay. Because at the time we recorded last week is when the actual injury happened, where he suffered the uh, tailbone contusion. So we didn't actually get a chance to actually speak on it. But um, do you want to talk about like what our predictions were <laughs> versus what it looks like right now in the NBA? And then we'll go into the trade deadline news and everything. Because uh, I, I think this is, <clears throat> I, I think it's ahead. important for us to talk about. Um, what we predicted versus what the fuck is happening right now. Cause so many things have changed since. Um, so let me, oh, let me open up my sports app when it comes to CBS, because our playoff predictions aren't looking too promising right now. Hugh. Well, Houston um, is the first team in the Houston is the first team in the, into the final four. Oh, 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 you want to talk about NCAA. I was talking about the NBA. Oh, the NBA. But, uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, go ahead. I'm just, I just threw that out there because it like it happened like 20 minutes ago. But uh, yeah, Houston's the first team oh. in, the, in the in the final four. Wow. Um, didn't I? I said they were going to get eliminated. We'll, we'll get back there. So, Hugh, let me just remind you of what we predicted for the East and the West. Now that we're a little bit over halfway, you know, done with the season before playoffs, right? So, when we get to the East, Hugh, from one to eight, this is your Eastern Conference. You said these would be the playoff teams for the East from one to eight. The Philadelphia 76ers, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Brooklyn Nets, Miami Heat, Atlanta Hawks, Charlotte, Atlanta, and Indiana. I said Brooklyn, Philly, Indiana, Atlanta, <coughs> Milwaukee, Charlotte, Toronto, and Boston. Um, that, that was at the beginning of the season. That was our beginning of the season thing. Um, 
Then our midway projections right before the All-Star break was this. You said, actually, no, that was, what is that? That is East. Okay, so those were the East. Cool, we'll just leave that there. Um, the predictions that we made for the East Q, boy, um, wow. Um, right now, we're looking really wrong <laughs> for the most part. Um, first yeah, New York right now are, <laughs> New York is number four. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on with the NBA? The fucking Knicks are the fourth seed, currently the fourth seed in the East. Yes. Right now, we got from one to eight, we got the Sixers, the Nets, the Bucks, the Knicks, the Hornets still, the Atlanta Hawks, Boston Celtics, and the Miami Heat. Um, uh, hey, you got to include 90 go No, there's a play-in. Oh, yeah, the play-in. We have the Pacers and the Bulls. Now, I don't know, Q, where the fuck I got the pace. I think they were really on a streak because I had them going third seed, and right now they're, they're vying for the play-in. But I think Chicago might end up taking that over, but whatever. Um, Toronto, which we'll get into because, you know, we got to talk about Lowry and everything like that. Um, but the Western Conference, Q, the Western Conference, you said from one to eight, the Lakers, the Clippers, Utah Jazz, Portland Trail Blazers, Memphis, Golden State, Dallas, and either Houston or Phoenix. Now, I said the Jazz, the Lakers, Suns, Nuggets, Clippers, Warriors, Portland, and either the Spurs or OKC. We, we, we gave ourselves the buy-in teams, too. So as it stands today, Q, the Western Conference is the Jazz, the Suns, Clippers, Lakers, Nuggets, Trailblazers, Spurs, Mavs, and then the two play-ins are either the Grizzlies and the Warriors. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> it, it's – wow. Um, we, I wasn't caught. I think we called that one wrong, Q. <laughs> I think we pretty called we called that one a little bit wrong. Um, we both uh, well, I said OKC. I don't know what I was thinking. I must have been drunk that night. Wow. Um, I said the Warriors. You said the Warriors too. Um, we both had Dallas. I think actually no, you had Dallas, and Dallas right now is they're in they're AC. So right now you're a little bit more accurate, you know accurate than I am. Which is cool. Um, I'm used to this shit. I'm used to you pretty much being right when it comes to these predictions. Now, fantasy football, you can't fuck with me. But it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but what, what else do we have when it comes to this? Um, actually, you're supposed to be talking about this trade deadline. I'm going to let you talk to you. I need you Ooh, to go. What? Uh, what a day that was. Vooch is in Chicago. Aaron Gordon is in Denver. Fournier is in Boston. Oladipo went to Miami. I mean, it was just, you know, it was left and right uh, before 3 o'clock on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, bullets were definitely getting spent that day. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, a record 46 players were traded at the deadline. The most, and you said that was a, you said that was a record, right? As it is, it is a record. Gee, that's fine. Now, do you, I have to ask, as the resident Celtics fan through marriage, um, do you think Fournier actually takes the Celtics from being a seven seed to potentially four like four or five? Well, let me tell you right now. Uh, well, they're playing the Pelicans, and Jason Tatum just hit a three to give him. Uh, to bring him within three with 50 seconds left. Mm. 
Oh, I'm, I'm about to tune in. I'm gonna tune in while we're recording. But yeah, <laughs> um, I, I, I was. I think the needle. I think the needle would have moved higher if Boston was able to get Aaron Gordon. Mm-hmm. I think Eric Gordon would have been a better fit in Boston. Yeah. He would have been a hand-and-glove fit in Boston. Like, plug-and-play instantly improves your team. Um, <clears throat> I like the move that Denver did to get Aaron, to get Gordon. Um, I think that I think that um, that Boston should have just used all of his exception to get, to get Aaron Gordon. Yeah. I mean, they had the assets to get them. They just mm-hmm. didn't, you know. I guess they was like, I guess. And, and here's the thing. And here's the thing. Like, Aaron Gordon is under contract for two more seasons. Mm-hmm. And and Fournier is a free agent after the season. So mm-hmm. you have to decide: Are we going to pay him, or is he just a rental? Yep. <clears throat> but you know he's you know he's going to be a rental because the Celtics are like okay like where can we go from here? But for me, I'm, I'm not really surprised anymore when it comes to Boston because it, it's not Brad's fault. I'm, I'm blaming Ainge on this one because he, he historically, either he makes really good decisions or he makes decisions where it's like, okay, like, do we just not see the vision? And I'm hoping that his vision is accurate where this is kind of like a, we're doing good but not great type of year, and we'll, we'll work on it in the offseason. We'll, we'll get some assets and everything cool. But I, I don't have any expectations. I know that Boston doesn't want to end up playing Brooklyn <laughs> right now, um, which we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah, I, I don't think any – yo, they, they have the fucking Thanos glove right now. <laughs> they have the Infinity Stone. Um, let's, let's start there. Let, let's go there. Um and then we'll come back to this, like the whole trade deadline and stuff like that. Q, when it comes to Brooklyn, like, did anybody tap like the GM and it's like, yo, like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, do you, do you not see what, what the fuck is going on here? Is this collusion? Like, what what is it? Everybody, <clears throat> right, <laughs> right. And, and and something needs to be said because I get it. KD is out, and I'm, I'm not even going to place the blame solely on his shoulders because he only has a minimal say so when it comes to who comes to his team and who wants to come to his team. But um, I have to give an award away. I have to give an award away, Q. The, the reason why I'm giving this award away is because I, I want to hope that I can predict the future. Um, the, the Bill O'Brien, you know you done fucked up right award, is going to the Brooklyn Nets. And the reason why I want to give them this award, Q, is because if you acquire so much and y'all lose in the playoffs, People are a lot of legacies are going to be tarnished by this. A lot of them, Q. Because <laughs> at this point, and mind you, like I'm not trying to purposely shit on the Brooklyn Nets. If they win, they deserve to win because they have everybody. But if you lose, knowing that you have everybody, who answers to that? Like, because at this point, you got Harden, you got Kyrie, you got fucking KD, um, Blake Griffin. He's dunking and shit again. Um, <clears throat> like who answers for this at this point? Because if I'm telling you, if they lose, yo, I'm not holding back. I am not holding back. I I'm I'm literally I'm I might if I ever see Katie, I might have to tap him on the top of the head at, at the ball spot. It's like what the fuck happened? What what happened? 
this is not right. This is not right, bro. Like, yo, you, you can't do this, man. Everybody, usually, like, that's a LeBron tactic. It's like, you know what? Let's just get a whole bunch of, you know, scrubs from it. And I don't want to call them scrubs. Let's let's get a lot of the ex, like the NBA elite from the past for a couple years ago who were doing their thing. They had the tail end of their careers. Let's get them together and we'll get a ring. That's LeBron's thing. Katie's like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to do that too. The Brooklyn Nets are like, hey, you know what? You're a free agent. Come over here for the season. Just, just one season. One. You can get a ring and then you can bring a championship, you know, bring a championship to fucking uh, here. Bring it to Brooklyn. But not, you got the fucking Brooklyn Nets and the New York Knicks in the playoffs and they have the potential cue to actually play each other? <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Welcome, welcome to 2021. <laughs> Yo, what, what the fuck is going on? Yo, both New York te- Yo, I'm not going to be able to talk to any of my New York family for a year if both of them not only make the playoffs, but they get out of the first round. <sighs> oh, my God. But I will say this, and I mean this shit. Live, I'm saying it live on episode 29 of the Sports Desk. If Brooklyn does not win this year, oh, you can bet Q and I are coming on. I'm actually going to drink that day. Because, you know, now I've been on this sober kick, and, you know, I've been trying to get healthy and shit. But if Brooklyn loses in this playoffs, I don't give a fuck if they lose in seven games, and it comes down to the wire, and it's a magical three. If you lose, oh, yeah, it, it, it's game time. Y- y'all gave KD all that fucking rest. Kyrie, just my he Kyrie has used so many fucking PTO days. Q, it, it's mystifying. <laughs> Kyrie, he, Kyrie has used all twenty one of his PTO days at the first half of the season. So you got to play. Um, I will say though, <clears throat> the beard he's actually looking really fucking good. Q, he, he's looking real fucking good. He's he's played himself into shape. He's doing what the fuck he needs to be doing. Um. When it comes to the MVP, though, do you feel like he's the MVP right now? Who, uh, Kyrie or, or James Harden? Harden. Joker's the MVP. Ooh, ooh. I, 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 was, I was not expecting you to say that. I was Joker's not expecting you to say that. Q. That man, <clears throat> that man is a matchup nightmare. We. Whenever he steps on the court, like mm. on Vandal, you can play him. Like he he is matchup proof. It doesn't matter who he's playing against; he's going to get his. Yeah, the team. You know, the rest of the team. Good luck, Jamal Murray. Yeah, can go into witness protection, but Joker is going to get his every time. Mm-hmm. Now every they, time. they're saying right. They're saying right now, um, Giannis is still. Climbing. I'm looking at NBA.com. They're saying Giannis is climbing the ranks right now. So right now they still have you know Joker as number one. They have Giannis at number two. Dane is number three. LeBron number four. But I mean, go figure. Embiid has dropped to five, and then you know six to ten are James Harden, Luca, Kawhi, Chris Paul, and Steph Curry. Though that's the list right now for the MVP race. And then if you have other people, you got Gobert, Jimmy Butler, Kyrie Irvin, Zion, and you got Donovan Mitchell. They got Zion. Jesus Christ. Like, is this really an MVP race? Or is this like, who do y'all fuck with in the NBA? Because, <laughs> wow. No, I mean, look, did you see Zion tonight? Did you see him the last I, three games? I have, but it's like, yo, come on now. Like, no, the couple man, of games. The, the, no, but he's been doing it all season. 
Lions been doing it all season. The only only reason why he's not really getting any shine because because New Orleans sucks. Gene Ram oh. sucks. Thank thank you for bringing it up, Q. Thank thank you thank you because I do have a piece of news. I do have a piece of news. Um, unfortunately, um, Lonzo Ball. I'm sorry, Lonzo Ball. He says that he loves the Pelicans, but he hates New Orleans. Small market. That's why. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I have nothing for that. Like it's it's a small it, market. I mean, it's yeah. the it's a small market and it's and you can't really like experience New Orleans the way you can want to experience New Orleans because you know, it's a little thing called a pandemic happening. Exactly. But, um yeah, it's a small market. Just imagine if he, yeah. if, if he was still in LA. He ain't saying it about LA. Imagine if he was Fact. traded. Imagine if he was traded to New, to New York or to Chicago or to um, or to Dallas. He, mm-hmm. he would be saying it about those because those are large markets. Atlanta, exactly. large market. <clears throat> He's saying it about New Orleans because it's a small market. It ain't shit to do there mm-hmm. if, if if Bourbon Street is closed. Fact. Fact. I cannot argue that one. Um, I don't think we didn't touch on it. I don't think it really matters. But Austin Rivers, he went to the Bucks off waivers. Um, did you did you mention uh, Drummond going to the Lakers yet? No. But yeah, Andre Drummond's going uh, is going to LA. Um, that makes mm-hmm. that makes them scary when when mm-hmm. LeBron and AD are back, and now they yeah. gotta <clears throat> like they can play they can play. Um, AD at the four, and he ain't got to mm-hmm. go body go body against 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 fives consistently. Yeah. Oh Jesus! Yeah, it's cool. the yeah. only thing. It, oh. The only thing is, um, uh, when when he, when Drummond is out there, he's gonna have to be around some shooters because mm-hmm. you know he's a traditional big, and he like I can see spacing being a problem. I can see yeah. spacing being a problem. But, Green. Um, but I, I, oh, great, great move for LA. Yeah. Now, speaking of LAQ, there was one that you texted me, and I've never seen you this excited about this player and where they're going and where they land. Um, your boy went to the Clippers, so I, I want you to <laughs> talk about oh, Ray, Ray John. Yes, if, if 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 they get playoff playoff uh, playoff uh, Rondo. <laughs> Yeah, Woo! they get playoff Rondo. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gonna be some heat, but that's the key. You gotta be playoff Rondo. You ain't got. Mm-hmm. You can't be regular season Rondo. But that was the move that the Clippers absolutely had to make. They needed a mm-hmm. floor general because if they put too much. And you see Paul George out tonight. Mm-hmm. Paul, Paul George out tonight. If they needed a they need they needed a floor general because if you if you put too much on Kawhi and on PG come play and, and you know come play all time they're gonna be burnt. Mm-hmm. That is a fact. That's a fact. Now Q, I, I know you already told us that he, damn near uh, Russ ended up having a triple double. I'm looking at the stat line. Jesus, that damn Christ. is yeah. That 35 points. 
35.21 assists, 10 rebounds. Yo, what the? Oh, no. It's a four. No, he had 14 rebounds. 14 for 26 from the field. Jesus. Boy. He almost gave I, us I, I want, He almost gave us 100 on FanDuel by himself. Mm-hmm. Actually, Yo, on draft team. On DK, on draft team, he had 95. <sighs> Russ is pissed. Well, hey, I'm all for it, though. If he want to be pissed, play pissed. I'm Angry Russ. Him. Angry Russ is fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Now, our last little thing when it comes to, <laughs> to the NBA, and we're going to briefly touch on MMA and, like, other news, and we'll get up out of here. Um, <clears throat> Q, do you <laughs> – you know what? I, I, I can't even read this shit without laughing. Um, do you think that Draymond Green is the best defender to ever play in the NBA? Is that a question? <laughs> yes. Because Draymond Green says that he is the best defender to ever play in the NBA. Yes. Um, he said this out loud. One Dennis, I can name a couple in my sleep. One Dennis Rodman. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ben Wallace. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should I continue, Draymond? You are you are a great defender, but the best defender in NBA in ever NBA history ever ever no ever. Look, whatever weed you Yo. smoking, whatever weed you smoking in California, I need some. What yes. strain? Please, please send me send me a gram of that strain because you want some Yo. shit right now. <laughs> no, he said ever. I'm thinking like he, he might have slipped tongue when he said that shit. No. He said, ever. He doubled down on that. Best defender ever? Yeah, I, I need whatever, yeah, whatever strain he's smoking. Yeah, I need you to, um, I need you to, to FedEx me some of that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm still mystified. This man said he's the best defender ever, but whatever. Um, yeah, but. Go ahead, go ahead. We got some voicemails. Go ahead and play those for me, Q. All right, here we go. Oh, man, that's a great topic when it comes to the vaccination passports and the vaccination um, requirement to, uh, you know, go into these sports arenas and uh, whatever other activities that we're going to do when this world opens back up. Um, (laughs) It sounds safe. But, you know, just being the deep thinker that I am, it's, it's starting to you know, make a shift in the world where it's going to come to a point where if you don't have this vaccine, you're not going to be able to survive or live life. Um, yeah. Which kind of goes hand in hand with, with his what in the book. With, with, well, I can't talk. With his what in the book of Revelations. Um, mm-hmm. And who knows how deep or how uh, how how uh, strict this is going to get. But um, I could see this being the catalyst to starting a wave of needing a vaccination report to do anything and hopefully that's not the case. Uh, we shall see. Ooh, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, with that, with the vaccine, man, like, I, all I say is if, if you want to take it, do what you want to do. Me, you know, I will be taking it. The, you know, family will be taking it. If you choose not to, that, that is up to you. Just know that the consequence for you not taking it is certain things you cannot do. Um, some people are going to buck the system and that's their right. But, you know, there will be somebody who's going to be upset. There's going to be a Karen 
or, you know, some guy <laughs> who wants to walk into a Walmart and say, you know what? Like, fuck the mask. Fuck the vaccine. I'm going to do what I want. Well, go to jail then. Because clearly they're telling you what the fuck you can't do and you want to do what you want to do. So right. that, that's all I'm going to say about that. So. Yeah, absolutely. Here we go. Hey, 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 guys. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. How are you guys doing? Hey. Hopefully you guys doing good and having a good day. And um, my name is Bella Bella, and I live in the capital city of Washington, D.C. Let's and go. Washington Redskins are our football team. They're very good. And uh, I don't know why they have. we have to change our names because I still like Washington Redskins. And uh, the Washington team doesn't go with, with us. We need to be called something else. And we really, really liked Washington Redskins. But I guess it's no more Washington Redskins. So we'll see what happens. Hey, hey, from the capital city of District of Columbia. Bella, Bella mm -hmm. out. You guys have a good night. You too. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, we, we well, I, I'm not going to speak for Q, but I didn't mind the name, the old name. I just hated the legacy behind it, meaning like the past 15 to 20 years. Um, the Super Bowls that, you know, the previous team's name won, they meant something. That team meant something. But when Q and I would go to games over the course of the last 10 years, it, like outside of the three games we went to where they actually won, it was pretty disappointing. Um, the fan, I feel like our fans are the best fans in the world. Like. A tailgate isn't a tailgate other than, like, when you go to fucking, um, like, what's, a, like, a good tailgate city? Like, Seattle. Buffalo. And Buffalo. Like Buffalo. Um, but the the Washington football team, like, that tailgate was something special. Like, you, you felt like a family with, with every game you went to and tailgated. Regardless if you never knew these people, when you went to those tailgates, they could be your opponent. And y'all connected that way. But... The, the culture behind the, the former team, the former football team's name, it, it, it just died out. And I, I blame Dan Snyder so much for how he's not only ruined the team, but he continuously does it. And he just refuses to actually give it up. Once he gives up the team, the, the team will be much better off. But I don't want him to be that person to change the name of the team because for some reason he's a black omen. and all bad things happen when he's the owner or he's like under that team's name. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, my hatred to Dan Snyder, everything Dan Snyder is well documented, but, um, yeah. God, I hate that man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's hard to like buddy, man. It's like, yo, like why? Like, a lot of the shit that he does, like, people are still actually upset about Albert Hainsworth. Now, mind you, I am, you are, but he's done so much. And it's like, yo, like, the, the RG3 thing, I think it put everybody over the edge officially. But I'm like, you know, he's done so much more that you could be mad about. This is just like the icing on the cake with that. But, you know, even the way he's handled, Q, the way he's handled Sean Taylor, rest in peace to him. Like, the way that they've handled Sean Taylor and his legacy be it short, <laughs> but still, the way that they've handled that man and his family was trash. 
like I, I, I'm just not a fan of him. But you know, we got voicemails. We're gonna get these, and then we're gonna get MMA and be about. Right, here you go. Hi, 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 Loki420 City. What's up, what's up, what's up, darling? What's going on? How's your day been? I'm just saying hi to you, checking, see if you're okay, because you always check on me. Thank you for that. Bella, Bella says hi. Ciao. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, how you doing? <laughs> Right. So you're talking NBA trade deadline and a record 46 players were traded. I believe 44 of them were from the Orlando Magic and the other two were Mo <laughs> Wagner because he got traded twice. Am I correct in that? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, magic, the, the magic definitely traded just about the entire team. <laughs> Pretty much. So everybody got to go. Yeah, they're, they're trying they, to be Oklahoma it, City. Right, if your name ain't uh, Markel Folks or Jonathan Isaac, get the, you gotta get the fuck out. But I'm mm-hmm. excited. I'm actually excited. Like Chuma or Kiki is gonna be a, it's gonna be a problem eventually mm-hmm. in this league. Um, yeah. And you know, you know, speaking of OKC, you know, they shut down Horford for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but that kid. That was on. That was a former two way player, Moses Brown. Yep. He hit. Here's my unpopular opinion. He's going to be the best five in the league in a couple of years. That man, mm-hmm. that kid is balling. Yes, balling. Like he had uh, twenty. We had double. You know, back to back twenty rebound games. Mm-hmm. The boys, the boys, that boy is going to be the best, the best five in the league in a couple yeah. of years. Like on that, yeah. <clears throat> on that Mount Westmore with Yoke, with Joker and um and Rudy Gobert, yeah, Moses Brown is is headed there. Yeah, agreed. All right, yeah, I think we got two. Right. Man, I don't think people really realize how scary Andre Drummond is going to the Lakers. I know the Nets are stacked. I know they are. I know they have, like, what, six All-Stars? Um, but, man, when you think about Andre Drum- Drummond um, pretty much relieving Anthony Davis of all of his defensive responsibilities as far as rim protection and rebounding, shit, AD might fuck around and average 35 in the playoffs because all, he, all he's going to do, back to the basket, mid-range, transition and three-pointers. He doesn't have to worry about rebounding and blocks. Granted, he's going to be in that position to help Andre Drummond off the weak side, you know what I'm saying? But it's going to be scary. It's going to it's going to really it's going to relieve uh AD off a lot of uh responsibilities to make him score a lot more. Um so we're we're going to see how that plays in. We're going to see if he could actually mesh with LeBron because uh Andre Drummond is a half-court player, so we will see. I um, I, I absolutely agree. Um, yeah, AD is not going to have to play. It's not going to have to play the five. He's not. He's not going to have to bang with bigs all game. That's going to leave him with a lot more energy for the more glamorous side of the ball. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to be a good playoffs to watch, man. I'm telling you. Like, and then you know now that they're letting you know both him and Braun rest up. I'm t- I don't want to hear no shit from Brooklyn. I'm t- I'm letting you know this shit. 
I, I don't want to hear nothing because I'm coming with fucking heat. Now, if y'all win, I'm going to apologize. I will apologize to Kyrie and I will never say a bad thing about Kyrie again for the rest of 2021. But boy, if they fucking lose and they got six all-star, oh yeah, you can get about it here. Yeah, six former all stars. Six former all stars and then like five former all pros. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I'm talking cash shit for the remainder of 2021. Shit. Honestly, I might be so I might be such an asshole Q. I will go and every Sunday I will make actually no, I'll make a pack, Q. I will make a pack with you. <laughs> if, if right now at the time of recording, if if the Brooklyn Nets win the NBA championship, I will purposely watch that whack ass Kyrie Irving movie. Um, what was the <laughs> one where he was just dribbling the entire like oh, two and a half Uncle hours? Drew? Uncle Drew. I will watch Uncle Drew once a week, every week <laughs> for the rest of the year. If the if the if the Brooklyn Nets win the NBA championship, you heard it here first. Greg will watch Doctor was it Doctor Drew? Doc, whatever the fuck the name. Uncle Drew, Doctor Drew, Nancy Drew. I will watch that. <laughs> I will watch that shit once a week for the rest of the year. Now it's not going to happen, <laughs> but I, I will own up to that. Like I, I will, I will have to pick a day where I'm like, you know what? Actually, I can't pick a day. So once every week, I will report in. I will tell everybody on the sports desk, hey, I watched it Tuesday at eight o'clock, or I watched it. Whatever day, I will let you guys know and I will report. I will put it on social media that, yes, I did watch it this week. I will take a screenshot and let y'all know that, yes, I had to watch it again. But just like how bad that movie is, is how bad I'm going to talk shit if they lose. I'm letting you know. (laughs) I'm letting you know. Six all-stars and y'all got fucking uh, Uncle Drew. Man, (laughs) these motherfuckers better not lose. Oh, my God. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a snowy day in hell if the Brooklyn Nets end up losing, cause mm, mm, mm. <laughs> fucking <laughs> Uncle Drew. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I know I'd be going in on this fucking movie, but there's some terrible fucking movies out there, ladies and gentlemen. And I've seen a lot of them. Um, Saw Five was a terrible fucking movie. Freddy versus Jason, terrible fucking movie. Uncle Drew tops that. I think we talked about it like two months ago, Q. Like, Uncle Drew was so bad, I wasn't upset at Juana Man when it came on TV. That, that's how bad Uncle Drew was. Uncle, Uncle Drew was so bad, Q. Juana Man was tolerable after watching that shit. Like, you, you know how everybody's like mad that LeBron is doing Space Jam 2? Space Jam 1 was terrible. Space Jam 1 was terrible. But Uncle Actually, Drew I don't was think- like... I don't think Space Jam One was terrible. I, I enjoyed Space Jam, <laughs> but that's not a, you. Did you did you enjoy Space Jam as a child, or did you enjoy Space Jam as a fucking adult? I watched it a couple of weeks ago and I enjoyed it. And, you, and okay. I'm almost if, if, and I'm almost thirty seven. <laughs> so if you if you say so, Q. If you all I'm gonna say is this, and I, actually I ain't gonna compare that. I'll give you a better comparison. Uncle Drew was worse than Kazam. Oh God, and that was ten. Oh that was God. terrible. That Absolutely actually, terrible. Uncle Drew was worse than last. What is it called? Last Action Hero with Arnold Schwarzenegger, where he was acting in a movie within a movie that was within a movie. Yes, like 
Uncle Drew was that fucking bad. Uncle Drew was so bad, Q, where, you know, you ever seen like Martin or something like that, or like a movie where the actor's not supposed to actually be doing the motions that they're doing? Mm-hmm. So what they do is, they, they, like, say, for example, like, um, like, don't be a menace. You remember don't be a menace in South Central while drinking and juicing the hood, right? Mm-hmm. So do you, rem- you remember the scene where the grandma was in church and she started breakdancing and shit, but all you saw was her legs. You only see, like, the rest of her body. Mm-hmm. They did that shit with Kyrie and Uncle Drew, where there was, like, one scene where instead of just showing the whole, like, the wide angle where you could see his face and him dribbling, they just showed him dribbling the ball for a good, like, 45 seconds. I was like, oh, y'all spent an entire fucking minute watching a professional athlete dribble a fucking ball in a costume. And nobody said, you know what, Kyrie, get this shit out of here. That is why that movie is so fucking bad. And I want everybody to go and watch it. The, the homework for tonight's episode is, is go watch Uncle Drew and report back for episode 30. Because, boy, um, that shit was... <laughs> but we, we got voicemails. Go ahead and get to those. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Draymond is a great defender, but he is not a great one-on-one defender. He's a great weak side, um, fill the passing lanes defender, great rebounder. <laughs> but as far as one-on-one, uh, protect the rim, um, you have to put those categories into being a complete defender. Has he been all-team t- uh, all NBA defense? Yes, he has. But, you know, when you have two great shooters around you and, um, you know, you, all you have to do is really fill the lanes and help weak side uh, he does play his role. I'm not going to take anything away from him. On, on top of that, he does make uh, very great decisions with the rock, which is, is obviously not the defensive aspect of it. But um, I feel like he does great in his role, and he has he has great um, anticipation, great timing. Is he the best defender? No, I'm probably going to have to. When it comes to one-on-one lockdown, I don't know, man. I know you said Ben Wallace and all them, but I'm, I'm going to have to go with Tony Allen and Bruce Bowen. Oh, that's actually not a bad like that's not bad. That's, okay. yeah that's not bad at all not bad at all yeah. not bad at all yeah it was good my nigga no cap <laughs> what's going on I think it was he came in during a Kyrie rant man oh boy I feel bad for him <laughs> Greg oh. if you are gonna watch Uncle Drew once a week for the remainder of the year if the Brooklyn Nets win the NBA championship take home that Larry OB do you promise to at least one time watch it live on stereo while doing a stereo cast possibly with me and I'll tell you what it'll be yes. the first time I watch it so we can watch it together here on stereo what are your thoughts on that yes yes Actually, what, what we can do is because I think Zoom lets us do like watch parties and shit like that. I will do a watch par- a stereo watch party of that fucking movie. I'll, yes, I think we could do that. We'll do a show. <clears throat> if, if the Brooklyn Nets win, we'll do back to back. So one week I'll have to watch it with you. <laughs> and the week after I got to watch it with you. But it's, if, it, if it happens, I'll be so mad. Do you know how many weeks are left in the rest of the year, Q? And I have to watch Uncle Drew once at least. Week. Yo, at least there's at least thirty weeks left. Yo, that means yo, I'm I might actually learn the movie. I wouldn't. I'd be calling out scenes and shit before they happen. I'd be noticing people in the background, like no, like Brooklyn, please don't win, <laughs> please don't win, because I'm gonna be so mad at myself. I'm gonna be so mad at myself. But y'all heard it here first. Greg will end up watching Uncle Drew once a week. For the rest of the year, 
any given day if Kyrie and them end up bringing it home. I just don't see it happening. But Q, we got one more voicemail, and then we're going to get to this UFC card. Actually, NCAA and then UFC. All right. Hey, we're good. <laughs> yo, yo. So, um, Q, um, you and I already um, – we, we, we've already discussed the brackets. Um, can you give, <laughs> do you want to give us an update? Cause I, I've given up on brackets, but you go ahead and tell us all the things, sir. Uh, um, okay. So um, Houston is the first team to make the final four. Uh, the first time since the first time they're in the final four since this five slam jamma days. Um, let's see. Yeah, since 1984, that was the last time they made. The last time they was in the final four. Um, uh, right now, uh, it's Arkansas and Baylor playing right now. I think, I think that's who's playing. Let me double check. Yeah, Arkansas and Baylor playing right now. Um, with 9:36 left in the first half, Baylor is now up 31 to 16. Ooh. So they're looking like one of the teams to go. I got use uh, UCLA. Or oh, did they get eliminated yet? Uh, UCLA's out. UCLA. I want to say they still should be in it. I know. I think they got eliminated yesterday. Did they? No, oh, they got <clears throat> no. No, they beat Texas, right? So they beat Texas on the thirtieth. So who they play? It's them versus um. Fuck. Wait, you might you're probably won. thinking of your no 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 Bama they played no they did win they, yeah UCLA won they beat Alabama yesterday mm-hmm. by 10, 88-78. so, so they, they play <clears throat> they play Michigan tomorrow oh boy hot take UCLA is going to the final four UCLA is going to the final four you heard it here first you heard it here first that's a hot take now mind you Q and I picked them. I picked them to end up fucking up Texas, and then I had them beating Bama. Actually, no, I had them losing to Bama. But they were my dark horse on the first bracket. I said UCLA, and Baylor was in here. He was talking about how much he wanted UCLA to go far, but he just didn't know. He was like he was going to pick BYU, and you saw how that ended. Uh, but, yeah, um, let, let's not talk brackets because I'm, I'm really disappointed in myself. Ah. <laughs> I could shed a tear about my fucking – how is my bracket done the first six hours of the goddamn tournament? <laughs> yeah, 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 you're done. Um, but you want to talk about the you want to talk about the challenge. So I'm oh, yes, in yes, third yes. place. So Bruce D um, is in first place with 57 points. He had 33 picks correct. Uh, mm-hmm. Josh Rakow is in second by a point. So he has 56 and 33 correct. I'm in third place with 43 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had 28 correct. And Scott Kingsbury, 36 points with 25 correct selections. And Don't even mention me. Then Don't it, even mention me. And then, it, and then there's you. <laughs> you've, already, you've already hit your max. <laughs> I hit my max. You hit your, you hit your max. Your max is um, your max is thirty two, with twenty seven correct selections. Twenty seven correct. 
Yo, I, 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 I was doing good though. I was doing good. It just it didn't work out in my favor. But I can guarantee you this. Um, if you guys are following the sports on stereo hashtag, I don't know if we need to like we we can talk to Dan and everybody about it. Come football season, I don't want to do a Yahoo Fantasy League this year. Um, I don't mind them, but every week I feel like I I, I want to adjust my roster. And I'm very fond of FanDuel. I do like DraftKings, but I'm really fond of FanDuel. So I think we need to do like a sports on stereo, like FanDuel or <clears throat> DraftKings, uh, a league, what do you call it? Like a season long league where we can change rosters every week. I, I would like to do that. I think well, that would be let me, let me tell you something about FanDuel. Um, she, she, whew, whew. Hey, man, not looking too good right now. It's like, what are you looking like right now? Uh, zero, <laughs> winning nothing. <laughs> but that always happens when I put a lot of money in. Mm-hmm. It, like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in this, you know, FanDuel Discord, and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I thought I, I, you know, I thought I was gonna have another night like last night. Right now, no land looking too good. <laughs> now, with with your FanDuel, do you cover your spread with like playing fifty fifties, or do you just go straight for cash games? Um, I, um, tonight I played tonight I played a couple of fifty fifties. Um, mm-hmm. me, I I like the double and I like the double ups, the multipliers. Yes, yeah. because that's an easy mm-hmm. way to you know, especially you know, like tonight I played like. Uh, I quintuple up for two dollars, so that's ten. I also played mm-hmm. in uh, in two of my lineups. I went to quintuple up, um, so you know for five dollars, I can uh, you know if I win, if I, if I get in the money zone, that's twenty five dollars. Um, <throat> mainly, mainly it's the tournaments. Like I'll play, yeah. you know, I'll play like, so basically this is how I set. So like, so the, for the main slate, mm-hmm. <clears throat> for the main slate, I'll do just to get my lineups in, to get my lineups in, I'll, I'll do the, you know, three entry max. Cause I'll normally, well, until, until, until recently, those will be my main lineups. And then, you know, my, th- you know, my three, my three main lineups and then I'll just enter whatever tournaments I want to enter. Um, now, you know, being in that, being in that FanDuel discord, I'll go mm-hmm. back. Like I'm constantly switching and swapping and, and, um, and pivoting, um, mm-hmm. who's going to be in my lineups. Um, so like for the main slate, I'll like the past, you know, since Friday, I've ended up with having like five to six lineups in the main slate, and then in the e- and then in the later in the later sw- slates, in the later slates, I'll have I'll just do I'll enter I'll enter one tournament, so I'll have one lineup okay. for for those. Okay, <clears throat> but I think yesterday yesterday was successful because there was only four games. Oh yeah, so you had a short so slate. Then, yeah, it was a short slate. Um, it was a short slate. So, like tonight, there was eleven games on the schedule. 
Okay. <clears throat> and for, and oh. yeah, so uh, like I said, uh, doing ain't looking too good right now. Hopefully, mm-hmm. um, hopefully my the the after hours my after hours slate gets into the gets into green. Um, okay. But my yeah, main slates it, it'll take a, it's going to take a miracle because like the money zone for the <clears throat> the money zone for um most is 322 mm. my projection is 357 by the time that 357 comes the money zone may be 400 because there, there's a lot of like a lot of entries are over 400 oh because they, they because they they had they probably had a lot of lineups had um uh Harden, who had 70 fan duel points tonight. Um, Westbrook, who had 88. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, like Kyrie had 60. Oh, um, yes. Yeah, so you're going to have a hard time with that. Yeah. Russell Westbrook had 88.3. Harden had 70. Uh, Cat they had 60. Sabonis had 58. Tatum, 57. Zion, 52. And they were high usage. You know, they Damn. were like <clears throat> a lot of people had, you know, a lot of people had them in their in their in their lineups tonight. So, yeah. Well, hold on, let, let's go. Let's play these last these last two, and then we're going to briefly touch on UFC. We get up out of here, though. All right, here we go. I hate to do this when it comes to the NCAA tournament, but remember that time when we thought Purdue was actually going to do something. Oh, hey, 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 hey. Like the Draymond Green. <laughs> college basketball. Oh, my God. Come on, Dan. C- come on, Dan. Come on. Dray- Are you supposed to help me out? Draymond Green. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, yeah. But, uh, uh, we can't call him Dre. We can't call, can't call him Bond. We gotta call him Draymond Green. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, how is he the only athlete that doesn't have a nickname? You Look, use his Draymond. Phone. I just thought because he's Draymond he's not, Green. My subway he's not sub. the question. Not the, not the question. Draymond not the Green. Answer. My Draymond subway Green. sub. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. We are terrible. We are terrible. We got one more voicemail. All right, so I'll jump in on your fantasy football um, idea there. So the Sports on Stereo family, first and foremost, you guys are definitely a huge part of the Sports on Stereo family. So I know, Greg, you were asking about that yesterday, and I hope that you were there when I did mention that. Yes, you and Q, definitely big members of the Sports on Stereo family. But anyways, a lot of the members do want a traditional fantasy football league, so we have no problem hosting a 12-team or possibly larger league, maybe two 12-team leagues, depending on the interest, and having a traditional fantasy football league. But if you want to start some sort of fan duel league as well, I'm not quite familiar of how that works, but I do know that, of course, one of the founding fathers of Sports on Stereo, Jones Boy, loves fan duel as well. So I'm sure he would be down to start some sort of fan duel league, and maybe you and Jones Boy can go head-to-head every week, and we can just see how you two do against each other. But that's definitely a possibility. And yeah, we can talk off the app as well to discuss more about that. I'd love to know more about that, get something really popping with sports on stereo and um, fantasy football for sure. Of course. Now, 
I'm all for still doing, you know, uh, like fantasy sports, like, you know, Yahoo, um, ESP. Hopefully y'all use Yahoo um, and you don't use NFL. I hate the way that they handle IR spots and shit like that. But either way, we're down. I'm sure Q is down. Uh, we've been doing fucking fantasy sports for Q. How long? It's been over like 10 years we've been doing. We've been doing the same one league for at least 10 years. So there's that. Yeah. I mean, I've been but, doing, I've been doing fantasy since college. So that's uh, uh, 2004 <laughs> that's when I mm-hmm. first started fantasy football. Um, and yeah. It was a league. And that was a manual league when it was mm-hmm. all on paper. Like the app, like that, you know, there wasn't really any apps or anything. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's been a while. Um, and I'm definitely interested. I mean, you can do a, you know, if anyone wants to <clears throat> go into a head to head with me on FanDuel, the season. Mm-hmm. You know, we can it, it, we can keep it cheap. You know, like it, yeah. maybe a two. Uh, well, let's make it make it a five dollar entry. Make it a five dollar yeah. entry. That, 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 way return, the, that way the return. That way the return. If it's hit, it's nine dollars. So yeah. <clears throat> well, that would be the beauty. Like, say for example, like with the sports on stereo hashtag. This is just an idea I'm spitballing, right? So obviously we have the the fantasy one that we do, like the Yahoo or the ESPN or something like that. So that's just exclusive to like the actual like host of sports on stereo shows, like you know Dan was talking about. But then you open up the listeners that are on sports on stereo to join a FanDuel league, um, because with the leagues it's unlimited. So on FanDuel you can have an unlimited amount of teams and have a cash prize every week, maybe like the top five teams or something like that, and. It's not like Yahoo where it's like, okay, if you have Mahomes, nobody else can have Mahomes. Um, like, I can have Mahomes and Q can have, like, um, he might end up having Brady one week. God forbid. So he has Brady. <clears throat> then we both we both have Leonard Fournette because he's playing against, like, the worst defense that's for rushes or something like that. Then, you know, we both end up having Tyreek Hill. So we have Mahomes and we have, you know, Hill. And when it comes to collective like prizes and stuff like that, they have tiebreakers or I think with FanDuel, like say if you both have the same score. So if we both end up having like 119, we split for first place and then there's still second, third, fourth and fifth. So that would be good for the large majority of the sports on stereo community because people can sign up and they can play, but they have to, you know, put in money and then <clears throat> you don't have to worry about it at the end of the year you're mad because you didn't play 17 weeks and Christian McCaffrey's been on the bench for 14 of them. So yeah, that's the beauty in FanDuel. So we'll t- definitely talk about that on, you know, off air. That would just be a good way to include the sports on stereo listeners into that fold. But we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Um, I think we got one more voicemail and I'm going to get into you. Actually, before we get into that voicemail cue, I, I feel really bad. I forgot to mention this. Um, I want to say rest in peace to Oscar Freyer. So he died in a car accident days after being in the tournament. He played for Grand Canyon University. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, he actually passed away. So I wanted to, you know, say a rest in peace to him. Condolences to his families. Like, it, that, um, when I read about it, I was like, wow. Like, you know, he played in the first round. But that, wow, man. Like, people, again, be safe when you're <clears> driving <throat> out here. And, you know, I, I just, the, the article, I don't even want to read. It was just really bad, though. So, he got in a car accident and passed away, but you know, our condolences to his family. So can you go ahead and hit that button and we'll get to UFC and get about 
two things. So first of all, apologies, uh, Greg, about Purdue. But to be fair, I also had Purdue going <laughs> to the Final Four. And secondly, when it comes to Draymond Green, can we not just call him Mr. Technical? Let's see if we can get Mr. Technical started. Mr. Technical. I like that. I like that. I like that. Draymond Green. I like that idea. We can call him Mr. Technical. I, I'm with that. Um, Q, I forgot to give you didn't give any awards away. Q, do you, do you have any um, awards this week? <sighs> um, my Adam Gates, why are you still here? Award goes to UCLA. Why the fuck are you still here? Why are you still in the tournament? Oh my god, why? 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 Just uh, someone explain that to me. Why? Damn it. Like Draymond Green. Right. Oh, no. Unexplainable. Unexplainable. Oh, oh my goodness. Man. My mama day goes that. I got a new one. This is, for, this is a special one for tonight. My Uh-oh. mama there goes that man award goes to Brody himself. Jesus Christ. Can we just say his line again tonight? God damn it. True, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 88, mm-hmm. eight, nearly 89 fan duel points by him fucking self. Let me just read his line. Read his line tonight. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on, damn it. <clears throat> read his line. That's Westbrook tonight. 35 points, 21 assists, 14 rebounds, two steals, and a block. Mm. Mama, there goes that man. Yes. Yes. I also gotta give credit. I also gotta give credit. So Isaiah Roby had a had a monster night tonight. Mm-hmm. He had forty two okay. fan duel points. But Russ Brody, hey man, look, I can't talk shit about you no more, man. You done had a triple double every game the last six games. Nah, mm-hmm. you still good, bro. You still good. Mm-hmm. You still good, bro. You still good. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> um, do I have any yeah so Draymond Green he is getting the Adam Gates why are you still here award they saying he's the best defender of all time so there's that um, I already told you the Brooklyn Nets are getting the Bill O'Brien you know you done fucked up right award the Lord Shamik and the Street award is going to LeBron James for becoming part owner of the Boston Red Sox and that's a good thing because um, he's always had the Celtics number so it only is right that he goes and buys a Boston <clears throat> um, or becomes part owner. And congratulations, LeBron is making all the right moves. Him and his family and his family's family, like 15 generations ahead, are set. <laughs> They're good. So shout out for him getting this week's Lord Shamik in the Streets Award. The Gilbert Arena's Goon Award for goof, uh, Goofball of Our Nationality goes to the WNBA. If you don't know what that is for, that is because uh, NBA, a WNBA player blamed black men for not supporting the WNBA, even though we make up 66% of viewers for the WNBA, and we've done so much. But that's another story for another day. <clears throat> um, and finally, the Nick Young Never Too Soon Award is going to two people. I originally gave it to Nick Young for the second straight week. But this week, Q, tying it into UFC, the Never Too Soon Award, Q, is going to go to Stipe Miocic. So Saturday, he fought Francis Ngannou for the title. And he got knocked the fuck boy, out. Boy. Um, here's the thing. 
I've seen a lot of knockouts in the UFC. I've seen a lot of injuries. I've seen broken arms, broken legs, like live. I've seen this shit. Um, But for the first time, I actually cringed looking at somebody get knocked out by the way that that man's leg caved in from under him. I was like, yo, his leg has to be broken the way he fell. When he got knocked on his ass cue, his body landed before his legs. And his legs, his legs folded like what would happen if you folded like a folding chair backwards. That's what it looked like. And I was like, that shit, it, it just looks so gruesome to watch live and then see the replay. It was just, uh, just, uh. Now, I will say this, though, when it comes to the UFC, Dana White, all of his, if you looked at Dana White's favorite people five years ago, Q, none of them are in the UFC anymore. None of them. Um, Ronda Rousey, not there. Um, who, who's the pretty chick who um, that I always talk about that she just like, she, she's just a fucking trash, like, gosh, she is terrible. She's pretty as shit, but she just can't fight. Um, it's not Rose, not the Um God, I cannot think of her name. But basically, um, Paige Van Zandt. Paige Van Zandt, she can't fight. She was losing every fucking fight. He kept giving her main events. And she did nothing. Then um, again, the white guy who looked like uh, like um, like Thor and shit. I cannot remember his name. Um, he ended. I think he's in Bellator now. Um, Conor McGregor got you know got knocked out, so he's no longer in favor of him. I wanted to shout out if there was an award, we need to give an award to the fact that UFC does have three African champions. Q three three black African champions. Not only in Francis and Ghana, we have Israel Adesanya and we have our boy Kamaro uh, Usman. All three of them are now the reigning defending UFC champions in their weight class. Um, in saying that, though, the UFC is set to actually have John Jones move up to heavyweight to fight Francis and Ghanu <clears throat> in what's supposed to be a mega fight. Now, it was supposed to be Stipe, but I'm assuming now that Francis is there, they're going to have this mega fight. Um, and the only reason they're doing this is because Adesanya, he lost his last fight and he's moving back down. So since he's moving back down, clearly, you know, that was supposed to be the fight. It was supposed to be Adesanya and John Jones. That's not happening. So now John Jones and Ngannou is going to fight. You know, they will fight. More than likely, that will probably happen late July, if anything. I'm ready for the fight. Um, I don't go against John Jones ever, ever. I've, I don't think there's a, a fight cue that I've ever picked. Well, I was like, John Jones is going to lose that fight. None of them. Care if he got the weed. I don't care what drugs he's on, what steroids he's using. I don't even care if he's healthy or not. I don't <laughs> pick against him. I, I'm, Q, I'm not even joking. Like, when it comes to John Jones, like, that guy, is spe- just like Izzy, uh, Izzy is, like Adesanya, he's special. But John Jones, you know you're getting a fight. Like Mayweather. Like, anybody who picks against Mayweather is kind of stupid. And I feel the same way about John Jones. Like, you really picked against him? You you, you did that, but fine. <clears throat> um, also in the UFC queue, uh, Tyron Woodley. He lost in a first-round submission to Vicente uh, Luque. I think that's what his last name is. First-round mm-hmm. submission queue. Tyron Woodley, can, he actually can retire and just continue doing UFC commentary. Because... His last, he's lost his last four fights, and Dana White keeps throwing him fights. It's like, oh, he's not good anymore. 
And I don't want Tyron to do like every other black athlete who starts a losing streak in the UFC. They just say, you know what? Fuck Dana White and we're going to Bellator. Tyron, he's dedicated. You can tell he wants to be a Hall of Famer and he will be a Hall of Famer in the UFC. But when you lose four straight, you either need to jump a weight class or drop a weight class or hang it up. But the issue is Tyron, he can't jump a weight class. He's perfect where he's where he is. If he gains weight, he has to go against a group of like fighters that honestly will demolish him. And if he goes lower, he's in that same tier that he's in. But the thing is, those fighters are capable. And if he's lost his fourth straight, he's definitely not going to move up. He's probably going to retire. And hopefully he does. Finally, Q, with UFC 260, um, Sean O'Malley. Um, this fucking dude, Q, I don't know what he puts in his gloves. Either it's cocaine, rocks, bricks, <laughs> a bat. I don't know what the fuck he has in his gloves. He knocked it, Q. He knocked this dude out and walked away. And it came back because the dude stood up. Now, mind you, He's done this in his last two or three fights, Q. What he does is he has like this vicious ass left hand. It's not an upper, it's just a straight left hand. He hits you. And once he hits you, either you go down and you fall and you stay down, or you go and like lean up against the cage and you try to fight. Thomas Almeida, I'm sorry, Thomas Almeida, he tried to go and do the latter. He gets knocked down and he gets the cage. Mind you, grab the cage already, which is illegal. Grabs the cage, gets back up. And Sean O'Malley's like, wait, what the fuck? You're supposed to stay down. Like, you got knocked out. He walks over to him again, Q, and he glasses this man's chin. Hits him to the point where not only does the dude fall, Q, I heard it and the TV was on mute. How the fuck do you punch somebody so hard that my TV heard it? My fucking TV heard on mute him knock him out. Anybody who has not seen this highlight clip, it was a third round knockout with a single fucking punch. You can, like, go look. I'll probably have it in the show notes, too. Q, he knocked him out so bad. Q, homeboy's body was just, like, shook afterwards. To the point where they couldn't even give him a post-game, like, a post-fight interview. Because he was still waking up. Ain't no smelling sauce for that type of knockout. Not at all. <laughs> um, I, I don't know what's on the UFC calendar right now. I think that was probably, like, the biggest uh, fight. Um of recent, I think they'll probably take a couple weeks off of like main cards because I, they've honestly done like a lot of the fights with um, Amanda Nunes just fighting recently, and we just had this fight. Um, I think the next fight that is happening is a UFC fight night with uh, Darren Till and Vittori, so they'll be fighting next. That is April 10th. Uh, we do have uh, Whitaker and Gasolum, they will be fighting April 17th. That's in Vegas. Both of those cards will be in Vegas. I lied. The next big fight Q will happen a month from now. Kamaru Usman is fighting Masvidal, who is, if you know, apparently he's a Trump supporter, which whatever. I hope he gets knocked out, but that's a story for another day. And then we have a couple cards in May. Um, nothing that I can really say I want to watch or be entertained by. Uh, but mm-hmm. Cody Gabrant, he will be playing. Uh, he will be fighting in May, so I'll be looking for that. And Charles Oliveira is fighting uh, Chandler May fifteenth, so that is good. Um, Anyways, we have one more voicemail, but I want to say this, Q. Lent is almost over, my friend. It is almost over. So yeah. the next Thanks voice desk, I might be I might be able to have a drink on the show. And you know what that means. <laughs> you know what that means. Oh, we, we're going to be shooting the shit for like three hours on that show. Yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Um, cannot wait. But go, go ahead, Q. Hit that button. We're going to play this voicemail. We can get up out of here. Mm-hmm. 
But who's played 11 minutes, scored zero points, got four rebounds, and five assists? Of course, Mr. Technical himself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, my goodness. All right, Q. Where where can they find you so we can get up out of here, man? All right. You all can find me on Twitter at QDZ1906. And fuck Instagram. That shit sucks. Absolutely. Um, You can follow us on the podcast, Young Black and Bother Podcast, on all your streaming platforms. You can follow me at Al Sharp Tongue on Twitter. You cannot follow me on Instagram at all. You can follow the podcast at the letter Y, the letter B, the letter Bob, I'm the word Bother on Twitter or Young Black Pod on Instagram if you so choose so. Um, you have been listening to episode 29 of the YBAB Sports Dust. Hopefully everybody has a great week. Hopefully we entertained you guys. And more importantly, um, I hope that you did not go and watch Uncle Drew. So, until next week, we will see you. Trademark Green. (laughs) Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription.